stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Yes. Yes. Please stand by. We'll be streaming live. Amen. Oh, good morning to you. Uh, this is Rick Bonfin, Rick Bonfin Ministries. Uh, it's called Rick and, and Andy Hines Ministries. And uh, we're in Athens, Georgia, and he's on the table full of buttons. And I'm here standing with you, and we're going to look at, uh, uh, we finished yesterday uh, on, on Matthew chapter Chapter 8, 9, and we're on the 10th chapter, the call of Jesus to the disciples, the persecution, and all the way to uh, verse 33 of the 11th chapter. So let's take a look at uh, chapter, chapter 10, verse 34, and have our Bible study today on this text. Matthew chapter 10th. Verse 34 to 42. Think not that I am come to send peace on the earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I come to set a man at variance at odds against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. He who loves father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. He who loves son and daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that takes not his cross and follows after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life shall lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake shall find it. He who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man Receive a righteous man's reward. And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no way, no wise lose his reward. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this powerful scripture. It's got to be one of the most revealing scriptures, Lord, that I have ever read in the Bible. Now lead us, Lord, as we share with our brothers and sisters all over the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, I got something for you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to rackle you and touch you. And uh, verse 34 initiates the purpose and the ability that God gave to our to his son Jesus to be able not to compromise the word. Think not that I come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, 
but a sword. The entrance of Christ into the world manifests the evil of the heart. That is why in Caesarea Philippi, when Jesus looked at the pen god in the three sanctuaries that were right there at the foot of Mount Hermon, remember that passage. I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, whatever you bind on earth, whatever you lose on earth is loose in heaven, you bind on earth is bound in heaven. In the gates of hell, pointing to those sanctuaries, shall not prevail against me. Why would Jesus leave the Galileans and walk all day? It's a whole day trip to the Mount of Hermon. And right there, point to the disciples the power against darkness. So Jesus didn't come to bring peace to this situation. He came to bring a sword against the righteous will be the response of religious reprobates. In other words, it's what makes you right is not what you think is right. What makes you right, it is the presence of the Holy Spirit in you that confirms or denies your testimony. You can have your opinion about anything you want, but if God is not present, your opinion is worth nothing. So he simply said, For I come not to set a man at odds against his father. He come to set his set a man at odds against his father, against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter in law against her mother in law. A man's foes shall be shall be they of his own household. And so as the bloodline operates in the family, because if you're saved, the probability that your father be saved, your sister be saved, your mother be saved, your daughter be saved, your wife, your husband be saved, is very large. But at the same time, resistance against the kingdom of God begins in the home. What, what Jesus is saying to you and I is that a man's foes shall be they of his own household. Speak not only of immediate family, but at times of one's church family. And so there is a problem that I call your attention now, that if you are in that battle between you and your family, between you and your daughter and your mother-in-law, your father-in-law, if there is a, a, dis, a grievance there, Jesus says it comes from the family. The family is the first thing that will try to disrupt the call of God in your life. And I want you to know I have experienced that in my own family. And so, then Jesus puts there for the greatest testimony of what he does when he calls you out of your family. He says, he who loves father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. Is that possible? Is that possible that you be loving your father much more than you love Jesus? You're not worthy of him. The Lord requires 100% commitment, lifetime commitment without looking back. Look at the uh, this week, as we visit Sodom and Gomorrah at the south tip of the Dead Sea in Israel, 
And uh, we found rocks that were black on the top and white at the bottom and plucked it out of the earth and brought it as a testimony of the fire that came from God between a division of Lot's wife and Lot himself. God told, the angels told Lot not to look back. And the Lot's wife did look back. And of course, she turned into a pillar of salt. And so he who loves father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. Christ must come first in all things. The call to my life has taken me away from family, away from children and grandchildren as I travel. I'm 79 years old. And God has just put in front of me the ministry that I have to carry in the next 10 years. And let me say to you, ah, what a wonderful, wonderful feeling in my heart that at my age I still am needed to serve the Lord. And I'll give him. I'll give him everything I got. I'll sacrifice everything I got. And I will die doing it. Because that's the greatest call that I ever had in my life. It consumed me. He who takes not his cross and follows me is not worthy of me. Total faith in the cross to the exclusion of everything else. And follows after me. We can only follow him by the way of the cross. Now worthy of the blessings afforded by the victory of the cross. He who takes not his cross and follows me is not worthy of me. What a very hard scripture to listen this morning. But it's a truthful scripture because you see a lot of us have a call to serve God. But we love our family more than we love God. And so I'm saying to you this morning in Bible study on the 5th of April, when you love God with all your heart, your mind, your strength, and love your neighbor as thyself, the only way to do it, Jesus said, is to be able to give him every detail of your life, everything that you do, and use wisdom in order to work that out because the call of God is imperative, strong, powerful, that demands everything you are, everything you have, everything you do. Oh, if I had saved money. Oh, if I had put money into a bank and raised uh, money uh, and all the money that I could have, I would be a rich man today. But my very clothes that I wear is a gift of somebody else. And that's the way I have lived. My glasses is a gift of somebody else. My children, my, my grandchildren, they, they love me and they provide for me. So my invitation to you this morning is that you will be full of the Lord's blessings and glory. But you cannot love your father and mother more than you love Jesus. Verse 39 then becomes a very easy verse to understand. He who finds his life shall lose it, 
And he who loses his life for my sake shall find it. The only way to find it is to be lost into his perfect will, do what God has called you, and try not to compromise. You see, very difficult, very difficult to follow God when he requires 100% commitment. Now, I want to stop here and, and tell you that verses 40 to 42, it's the hardest verses to study in the Bible. Because it says, he who receives me, you receives me. And all our relationships with people and our travels, blessing people, ministering to people, caring for people. We meet thousands of people every month. In Brazil, in Israel, we met hundreds of people. Just 50 of them had supper with us every night for about four nights. If they receive me, you receive Jesus. If they receive me, they receive Jesus. And he who receives me, receives him who sent me. And so, in terms of relationship, it begins to increase. Now, in the beginning of this passage, it's talking about, for I come to set men at odds against his father and against his mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. A man's foes shall be of his own household. It is saying that from the actual family that you have is where the resistance to your ministry will come. But also now on verse 49, 40 begins to emphasize that if they receive who you are, they're receiving Jesus. Isn't that something powerful? And I never dreamed to study this verse that way. And what he's saying is, you don't have to worry about your family. The day they receive you, Jesus comes in the family and blocks and opens the doors and saves and redeems everybody. I was, I was, I'm a product of a couple called Daniel Bonfim and Naomi Bonfim. Naomi Barbara Bonfim. My mother was a, a family from 19 children from the Netherlands to Brazil. My father was a Brazilian. He was short. And the two fell in love in a Blossom's home in Sao Paulo, the state of Sao Paulo, a place for orphans. And God begins to deal with them and minister to them. And I can't tell you how powerful my mother was, powerful my father was. There's nothing in my family that somehow uh, would take me from service. matter of fact, at the age of 15, my father put me on a plane to New York City by myself with $50. And the Lord provided from the moment I landed to this day, today, the 4th of April of 2023. So if you go into your, your calculator and you look at the, the dates that are here, you're going to be interested about it. I want to show it to you. I, was, uh, I came in 1964 minus 2023. That's 59 years. 
that God has provided for me and watched over me. And those that receive me, they receive Jesus. And those that uh, honor me as a servant of the Lord, they're blessed and provided for in full of strength. And so, in other words, he who receives me receives him who sent me. That's what Jesus said. If you receive Jesus, you receive the Father. Now, you might have a problem with your family, but you don't have a problem with God. Because if you receive Jesus, you receive the Father. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet. Jesus is referring to himself as the prophet here. Shall receive a prophet's reward. I wonder what that is. I wonder what that is. I tell you this. I want to tell you this. The people who contribute to RBM in 59 years, today all of them are wealthy. I don't know anybody who contributes to RBM that really produced an impact upon my life. I don't know. I don't know. They're, 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 not, they're not poor. They are blessed of the Lord. And God has provided for them abundantly, abundantly. Let me ask you, are you able to say that about yourself? A prophet's reward is a miracle of life. A prophet's reward is paying a mortgage in less than the 30 years. I remember we bought a house, a 30-year mortgage, and, and, uh, and of course was paid in 15 years. What a wonderful, well, and paid in 20 years. What a wonderful gift from God was that house. Everything about my life in terms of finances, in terms of serving the Lord, it comes from Him and, pro- and He provides every detail. I praise you, God. I thank you, Lord, that my life belongs to you. And look at this. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. A righteous man is the one who does righteousness, who lives, practice righteousness, who tries to be better every single day. In spite of sin, in spite, in, in spite of anything the devil has tried to do with that man, that woman. The reason why God provides is because you practice what you believe. Verse 42 now is our last verse this morning. Whosoever shall give a drink unto ones of these little ones, newest believers, a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, because he is a follower of Christ. Verily I say unto you, he shall in no way lose his reward. Father God, I pray this morning, Lord, by the power of your Spirit, that everyone listening to me this morning will come to a place of total surrender to the King of kings and Lord of lords. I pray, God, that everyone today that is listening to me will receive a prophet's reward. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, by the power of your Spirit, that everything inside of your family, especially those who have rejected you, put you down, harassed you, and we're embarrassed to be with you. Be forgiven, God, and be blessed by change of heart in their minds.
Lord, I come to set this righteous, righteous. I've come to say something freely to those that are here. If I come to set a man's at odds against his father and mother, against his mother and daughter-in-law, and against her mother-in-law, a man's foes shall be of their own household. I pray, God, that that bondage in your family that separates you from your father and your mother be broken by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, I come against the idea that your family is not going to be saved. I come against, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, against the, the odds you have with your mother-in-law, the odds you have with your son at a, at a later age, that, God, you come in and break through the barrier, the, 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 the barriers, Lord, the odds against you, that you be able today to say, my family has received Christ. My children have received Christ. My, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law have received Christ. And they are in the fold because God has been good to my family. Uh, I, I pray that God will give you the prophet's reward. will bless you abundantly in this unsakeful world. God, I praise you, Lord, today. I bless you today, Lord Jesus, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now, I want to tell you just a little bit uh, as a testimony now of what has happened to us in Israel. By the way, we just came back from a 10-day trip to Israel, 24 sites. And, and uh, today there are rocks coming down from Lebanon into uh, Sim uh, Frank Simona, a little town north of uh, uh, Jerusalem in, uh, in, in, in separated by a border from Lebanon. And out of Lebanon today, there are rocks coming in, but all of them fall into empty places. We had no problems with being at Mount Hermon, which is the northern part of Israel. God blesses abundantly. Out of 28 people, we visited Capernaum. We visited Chorazin. We visited Bethesda. We, we visited... Uh, 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 the house in the place where this woman, Mary Magdalene, used to live. We found she lived in a place that processed fish. We've been through all kinds of areas north of Chorazim and to Bethesda. We, we've been exposed to hundreds of people, and the testimony of Jesus to them was overwhelming. Let me say this to you. We visited Jerusalem, Jericho, Korem. We visited Sodom and Gomorrah. We visited Masada. We came back to Jerusalem. And the site in Jerusalem, the Davidson Center, the Western Wall Tunnel. We visited uh, the Ophel and had Bible study there. We visited a lot of places. And I want you to know that uh, next year, in the month of uh, May, we are going to Again, return to Israel. And the numbers are open for you to call, 706-353-1546. One more time, 706-353-1546. And put your name on this trip that will occur in May of 2024. I love to see you as part of this trip that has blessed a lot of people. Invite your family to go with you. 
invite your children to partake of that experience. We're going to stay at the Gloria Hotel in, inside of the, the old, old Jericho walls. And, uh, and it's going to be a very powerful trip to bless a lot of people. In the name of Jesus, I see you then. Call this number, 706-353-1546. In Jesus' name, amen.